G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you may be aware, there is another pro-life advocate who has been arrested and dragged before the courts in the state of Victoria, this time as the first person charged over breaching the abortion clinic bubble zone laws. So there's another drawn-out court process ahead for a woman whose name is Kathy Club. Let's get some insight into what's happening with that situation and other issues that pro-life advocates have been involved in. Graham Preston back with us from Protect Life. Of course, you'll know Graham Preston. He's the guy we love to talk to about pro-life issues. He has himself personally been jailed six times for his passion for standing up for the rights of the unborn. Graham Preston, welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Graham, you are aware of the situation with Kathy Club in Victoria. Uh, you know Kathy. What's her circumstance like at the moment? Yes, well, she had her initial court case last week on Thursday and Friday. Uh, it wasn't concluded, so that they've put it on for two more days, one day this month and then back the last day on the 21st of September. So, uh, as you said, court cases often get drawn out like this, and this is what's happening to her as well. So, uh, yeah, she's in the midst of it now. Not all states have these bubble zone laws, but they do in Victoria, and I think it's Tasmania. And what does it actually mean when you breach those laws? Yes, both of those states and also the ACT, they have bubble zones, meaning that there is no... It is not legal to say anything against abortion or offer people help within 150 metres of places where abortions are done. So uh, Tasmania was the first place to introduce this about three years ago, and then Victoria followed, and also the ACT has been moved to do it also in Queensland, and they're talking about doing it in South Wales as well. How much interest is there when this sort of case comes before the courts, Graham? Uh, because, uh, as I understand it, there's an awful lot of lawyers involved in what's happening with Cathy Club in Victoria. Yes, that's right. Cathy uh, told me that uh, the Attorney General in uh, Tasmania, I mean in Victoria, has a group of lawyers involved with this as well as the regular prosecutor. So she says the courtroom is full of lawyers because she's being represented as well. And I think that's an indication of just how important this case is, that um, it's being challenged on a constitutional level, that uh, saying that there is a freedom of speech that is being violated here by these laws. And so that is the angle that her lawyers are taking it on, that uh, this is a, a breach of freedom of speech. There's a lot of issues that you're involved in, Graham. Uh, last time we were talking, you were preparing to do some protesting, some uh, placard waving outside a conference that was to be held in the city of Brisbane. Uh, what happened with that abortion conference that you were going to do that protesting at? Yes, that was just last week as well. Uh, it was over two days and one evening. Uh, this 
group of abortionists and abortion supporters from right around the country came to Brisbane for this conference put on by Children by Choice. And uh, it was quite a big deal because uh, they had over 45 people speaking during the time of the conference. And uh, to our surprise, though, when we were at the front, there were relatively few people that actually attended it. So we took that as a, a positive that not many people wanted to come and talk about this. And uh, so we were glad that that was the case because it certainly, I can't imagine spending two days sitting around talking together about ending unborn babies' lives. So, yes, there were a group of us there each time that the uh, delegates at the conference arrived and when they left, and uh, we peacefully picketed the hotel where it was held. What are your perceptions about what's happening in the abortion industry? As I understand it, Graham, uh, there's some difficulty that abortionists have in recruiting the staff to actually man the abortion clinics. What did you glean from the issues that were going on at the conference? Yes, that was the subject of one of the papers at the conference and uh, the abstracts for the papers were published online and uh, it was interesting to read where they said that uh, they were... uh, One of the topics was on this and uh, how that they were finding it difficult to get people to... uh, want to work in the abortion industry. And so that's a a very encouraging sign that uh, young doctors uh, having the integrity to not want to have their careers tarnished by associating themselves with the destruction of life instead of healing. Uh, Those sorts of things where you've got a significant conference, a low turnout, and then you recognise that there are some difficulties that are going on that they are having in recruiting abortionists. Is that a part, do you think, Graham, of some of the tide turning that we've talked about of recent times, that people are becoming more aware of the pro-life stance and becoming more aware of just what it is to uh, be involved in uh, the abortion industry? Is there is this some significance? Is there some significance here about a tide turning? Well, you'd like to think so, and I would certainly hope that is the case. I don't think there's enough in this to uh, be able to say that that is necessarily what is happening. But uh, certainly every positive encouragement, we will take it as a good sign. And uh, so, yes, we, we are encouraged by those things that I've mentioned. And uh, we pray that that is the case, that uh, people's eyes are being opened and that... You know, it's one thing for people not being willing to do abortions, but it's also that we, what we need is people not wanting to get abortions. And uh, that will be the ideal thing once uh, couples say, well, no, we're not going to end the life of our child, uh, regardless of how difficult our circumstances are. That's where we want our society to move ultimately. Hey, Graham, you weren't on your own on the streets when you were doing those protests. Uh, is there a growing number of people? And as we've been talking about those uh, circumstances for Cathy in Victoria, uh, is there a growing number of people who are prepared to stand on the street and stand up for unborn babies? Well, it was good that we had new people along for the protest at the conference last week who hadn't done it before, so that was great. But uh, sadly, the numbers weren't large from our side, but uh, it was a difficult time of day for working people to be able to be there. So uh, it was understandable that not a lot could come. But uh, as regards Cathy, though, 
Unfortunately, she was the only one, apparently, in Victoria who was willing to uh, challenge those bubble zone laws in that state because uh, she was the only one arrested on the day when uh, she challenged them. And she was simply just offering leaflets in support to women going in. She didn't even have any placards. She was just simply saying to the women that she would help them. And that was deemed by the state of Victoria as an illegal act, which is just extraordinary. Uh, Graham, what sort of uh, responses are you getting when you're on the streets because you protest in primarily places like Tasmania or in Queensland. Uh, you've got people who are passers-by. You've got staff who are a part of abortion clinics. You've got police who've been called and sometimes they've come to arrest you. What sort of reactions are you getting these days on the streets? Yes, well, it's very mixed. You, every time you go out, you never know what to expect. Um just this morning I was on a busy road here on the roadside in Brisbane just keeping the issue before the community and uh, the whole gamut of things from very angry, vile abuse to people tooting and thumbs up. So it is, it's very mixed. And uh, when we were at the conference last week, we had the police come a number of times. They had no problems with us being there. And uh, even one policeman was told me, privately that uh, he was pro-life and he was on side with us. So you, you get the full range. I think it largely depends on what people's personal experience has been, if they have been involved either having an abortion or getting their girlfriend or bo- wife to have an abortion. They're going to often have a very different feeling to people who haven't. I think a lot of people have uh, guilty feelings, perhaps, about what they have done and uh, when somebody pulls back the curtain and tries to expose what is happening, it makes them very angry. They they just want to forget about what they've done. And when somebody does this, they uh, don't appreciate that. But nevertheless, we believe it is absolutely essential that we continue to try to shine a light on what is happening. The worst thing possible is to just let this go on unchallenged without anybody speaking up. And so uh, even though it's not always pleasant and uh, sometimes people do even get physically violent. We believe it is necessary to to accept that that happens but continue to speak up on behalf of those who can't speak for themselves. And Graham, of course, when you are on the streets and you're holding up placards and sometimes unpleasant images, unpleasant messages, uh, you do so because of a very passionate Christian heart for the unborn babies. Reflect on your faith for a few moments for us because this is what gets you out of bed every morning. It's your way of serving God. It's your calling. How do you describe that to people when they say, what on earth are you doing, rain, hail or shine, out trying to defend these unborn babies? Well, I think you put it very well for me there, Neil. You summed it up well. (laughs) That's exactly right. It is uh, my Christian conviction that... uh, has enabled me to continue to do this now. I think it must be for close to 30 years. And uh, it is very tempting on a cold morning to uh, just stay there in bed and not get up. But uh, I I do believe that God cares about all the human beings that he has created. And so everyone is valuable. And so we cannot just stand and remain silent while the innocent lives are being taken. And so, yes, it is necessary to, to speak up, and that's that's why I go out. Now, I mean, my signs aren't always aggressive or anything like that today. I was just holding one that just simply said, 
all of us were once unborn babies. Now, you know, nobody can deny that. That's true. And yet I see people wagging their heads as if, well, I wonder, do they think they were potatoes or something? But, uh, of course, they were unborn babies, whether they like it or not. But they can see the implications of what that is, that, yes, all of us were once unborn babies. It's no different to kill us then as to kill us now. It's the same person in each instance. And just as it's wrong to kill us now, it's wrong to kill anyone when they're still in their mother's womb. And so uh, it's not necessarily because I'm saying anything that um, is overly provocative. It's just simply raising the issue and pointing out that our society is very inconsistent. We have a double standard. We say we care about human rights, and yet that whole segment of humanity, uh, we want to be able to say, no, we can destroy them. We can ignore their human rights. And, uh, and that's just not acceptable. Well, Graham, I know that you're always open to hear from people who will courageously stand with you on the streets, uh, even taking a risk to their own safety, a risk uh, to the possibility of arrest. But I'll give your website once again for people to make contact with you and there are no doubt needs that people will be able to meet Uh, no doubt you'll be able to have people who'd uh, like to pray for you uh, or to support you in some way let me give the website as www.protect-life.info that's protect-life.info Uh, Graham Preston, always good talking. Thanks so much for updating us today here on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.